Hey everyone, welcome to uh, Coffee and Rambles. We're your gal pals, uh, K&E, and uh, we're back after a semi-longish hiatus. Hello. <laughs> so, uh, E, what are you drinking today? Old green tea. Old green tea? Cold, cold, ice cold <laughs> green tea. And it's even in a cup. That's insulated. I put hot water in the bottom so it wouldn't get cold. So do you know why it's cold? Why is it cold? Because I made it over an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) And why did I make it over an hour ago, okay? Because I said we would be ready to record for 11 o'clock. And guess why we're not ready? (laughs) (laughs) Because, well, first... You kind of forgot, but that's okay because it's morning. Yeah, okay, I it definitely, happens. I definitely forgot. Yeah. I was up early but, this morning. Yeah, you were only ten minutes late though, or ten or fifteen. Like that's true. It. Uh, and you, you messaged me when I messaged you back, and then, and then what happened? <laughs> Our computers decided <laughs> that they hate us. Today. Yeah. So I have been using my computer for like two weeks like every day and it's been fine no problems it crashed three times this morning and then i had to update eight update the drivers on the graphics <laughs> card so while i was doing that you were ha- also having difficulties oh yeah like because i think dan used my computer again um mm-hmm. since last time which was july i think when we last recorded yeah and but we released the podcast in august anyway I'll, I'll stop talking. Um, but yeah, I think he left it on because I couldn't even go into my like start menu button. Like it wouldn't even open that. So I just completely shut down my computer and turned it back on. It, and it's yeah, it does though. that. We have the same computer. So it's a little temperamental with like, it's fine on a normal day. But if you leave it sleeping for like a long time, it's very yeah. grumpy about it. <laughs> Which I understand. I always tell him, turn off the computer. Don't put it in sleep mode. Turn it off. What does he do? Somebody's in trouble. <laughs> He's always in trouble. Always. Uh. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. fine. Yeah, and then and then we finally get all set up. We got everything going. Then you couldn't hear me. Because <laughs> I'm dumb. So we had to, we had to figure <laughs> that out. I'm dumb. Mm-hmm. We had to just we forgot how to podcast essentially because there's so much time in between, which we're we're gonna work on. Don't worry, we're gonna get more. Yeah, um, I work less hours consistent. at my actual job, and so mm-hmm. not because I want consistency. Like my my ultimate goal is that mm-hmm. we have two podcasts a month, guys. That is my ultimate goal. For yeah, us. yeah, and we will do that. We'll get to that because I don't know. It's not that hard. It's just finding the time sometimes. But then okay, and then we figured that out, and then it was a good. 10 15 minutes of me trying to get craig to work he disappeared oh, yeah. he left our server and i think it's because we we're so inactive craig <laughs> gave up on us is, craig is, is like craig has given us an ultimatum <laughs> he wants us to commit <laughs> he's like commit to recording or i'm out of here girls like not yeah. dealing with it which i mean fair that's fair craig so uh well we made it though uh, we did. We figured it out. It's been Yay. an interesting month. <laughs> I guess it's been, a, well, I guess we recorded in July, so it's been a little longer than that. But yeah, it's been almost two months since we last yeah, recorded. Yeah, almost. It doesn't feel like that, but uh, it's been a whirlwind. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, cross country move cost for, for us both. So 
Yeah, we're both in the same province now. Hooray! Mm-hmm. And it's super pretty, and I'm very happy we moved. But we're still we're still a mess. Like I got my space set up, my room, everything is really really nice. Uh, but we're still we're renoing at the same time. So like <laughs> the kitchen, we haven't really unpacked. We're just starting now because we painted all the cupboards and uh, redoing countertops and and things like that so it's an absolute disaster still oh our house is a disaster too we've been here longer we are still not fully unpacked i mean i'm definitely Mm -hmm. not unpacked um part of that was because we hired a painter Mm -hmm. because after painting our last house we're like no we're not painting (laughs) so we hired a painter so that took some time um he did a fantastic job though so no complaints here well yeah that's the first thing i did uh was paint my room (laughs) Because I knew I didn't want to put everything away and then have to like unset it all up and then like paint and then set it up again. That's so that where took... we were. So we yeah, didn't want that... anything on the walls because like he had to yeah. fix a bunch of walls because, oh my God. Okay. So like the walls in this house are plaster. And some of the tomfoolery that went on to like hide like holes in the walls and stuff is astonishing to me. Like, mm-hmm. The room I'm currently recording in right now, it's not my bedroom. It's, well, it's kind of like a bedroom. It's kind of a guest room, but it's also like a mm-hmm. workspace room. Yeah, anyway, that's nice. So. Um, it had two layers of wallpaper. <laughs> yeah. Two we... layers. Oh, and they that's painted, really good. They painted the top <laughs> layer of the wallpaper. Which yeah, I'm just, just like, because they didn't want to, they didn't want to deal with it is what happened. It's just uh, so stupid. We have wallpaper downstairs. My dad is covering uh, the shiplap. He's shiplapping the wall like over top of it. So he doesn't have to do anything for that side. There's another room though that we have to, we have to peel that off and paint it too. But uh, yeah, everything needs paint. It, it, it makes it so much nicer. It, it really does. It makes it feel kind yeah. of more homey. Um, mm-hmm. My bedroom is like a even lighter color of the last house's color. So it's actually really nice. It kind of, it reminds me of like a French salon in like That's the best nice. ways. I saw like the three. color. It was really pretty actually. Yeah. And it, like with the three like big it. windows, it suits it. It's so nice. So, so originally, originally I was going to do my room like a light green or something like that. But then it was because we got a stupidly big house. <laughs> like, like it's actually stupid stupid how big this house is you we were meant to be mansion. downsizing it's really pretty though and it was a good it was a good price and everything you can't get anything like this where we're originally from for no in ontario we're surprised yeah. we're from ontario um yeah the housing market like your house would be ridiculous yeah priced, it like would be like it would be on the seat, the the street in Toronto. Well, it's not as big as those houses, but there's like a street in the city where like Drake lives and all the millionaires live. Yeah, it'd be like on the street to the street of that. I feel like because it's like really big. But yeah. So, anyways, the big paint house. was gonna cost. It it probably would have cost like two hundred dollars in paint just to paint my roof. So I just bummed paint. So my room is white right now, but I actually really like it because we have a lot of trees around our property, so it's fairly dark. Even with, I have like four huge windows in my room, but it's still like pretty dark. So it, it's nice. It keeps it bright. That's cool. Yeah. And then I just added like, I added green everywhere else. That's my color right now. 
<laughs> yeah, my room, like my my favorite color is green, and my room was originally mm-hmm. a green color, and it wasn't an ugly color by any stretch. But I just I wanted I just wanted to pick my own colors, you know? Yeah, I like, but blue is like a nice, like a light. I really like light, really light colors. Yeah, like when my mom first saw my color choice, she's like, that's like a baby's room color. And I'm like, what are you on? No, no, anything like that, I guess like, because the green I wanted was sort of like similar to your blue in the sense it was like pastel-y or like a minty, really light. Yeah. Anyway, so I think that that's really in style right now, actually, if you're doing that kind of... um, I don't want to say they're gray. They're not gray, but they're not like they're closer to like white than they are. The actual I think color. what I like about it is like I can. It's soft. Put... That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yes. And you can kind of put anything with it, mm-hmm. which is why I also picked the color. Like, yes, it's a light blue, but I can literally throw anything in there now and it will look great. So yeah. that was that's why I really like white, too, because it you can do that as well. Yeah, like anything will go with it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's been yeah, a, it was a so. crazy move. We had a, yeah. uh, a three day drive with five cats and a dog. <laughs> yeah, how did that go? <laughs> Actually, it went really well, um, and that's good. The first, the first like drive, the first day was probably the worst, um, just mm-hmm. because it was so long, and it didn't help that like because we had to go through Toronto, mm-hmm. and we got to Toronto like I think at like three mm-hmm. and the traffic was horrible now i understand why like people from toronto are angry because the traffic... yeah right there's a reason for it like <laughs> driving on the highway down yeah. there and you're not moving like we stopped i think three times and yeah you i think you there. hit exact rush hour there too like the beginning of it right yeah it's people bl- are just no leaving. wonder people are so grumpy I, yeah, like, not that it's I really, was really bad. Grumpy. I was more excited than anything, but it was like, oh, right? But it's it's like scary being on the highways there. Like we would take trips quite a bit into the city and especially towards the like right before we moved, we would go a lot because there's some food places we really like um, the place called like, I think it's Island Foods Roadie. If you're in the area, it's amazing. Um, and then also like we were getting furniture and things for the house. So, but almost every time we got in an accident too, because the drivers are really, really crazy. They're aggressive and so, they don't pay yeah, attention. That's what it is. And it's like the two yeah. worst type of combos on the road is driving aggressive, like not defensive mm-hmm. driving, because you're the one who has to be defensively driving on the highway. Yeah, exactly. But no, they're like, I'm going to barge in here, even though there's no room for me, but I'm going to make sure I have room. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, you are going to kill someone. I'm like, <laughs> stop it. But like yeah, Toronto so drivers, it's no offense to Toronto driving, but like so many drivers down that way, they're horrible no matter where you are in Toronto. Like I and it did going start to, the to s- yeah, it did start to spill into our city too because a lot of them moved to our city. Yeah, <laughs> so, and all yeah. all the insurance went up, all the car insurance yeah. went up because of all the accidents that started happening in our city because Toronto drivers cannot drive. <laughs> like it's so scary the amount like. It- yeah, I think I said it wouldn't this be an episode if we didn't rail against <laughs> Toronto. You know what? I feel like, like Toronto is kind of Toronto is Canada's punching bag because I realize like pretty much everyone in Canada outside of Toronto just doesn't like Toronto. Just doesn't like it. I know, but I mean, there is a <laughs> lot of really cool stuff there. 
Um, not everybody is mean. It's just, uh, it's just you it's really just... notice it when you come from like even a suburb of the city, and then you go into the GTA. It's like, yeah, you really notice the congestion and the bad driving and the nonsense. Like, some nonsense. Just, yeah, just going across a crosswalk on a green light for me, and this lady just. Mm-hmm stopped in the middle of the uh in the middle of the like the road like literally not not parked over like the crosswalk like some drivers like to do no she was Mm -hmm. right in the middle because she wanted to get somewhere and she decided she was just gonna run it like yeah what are you like toronto like i I love you because they're in a hurry yeah like what are Uh, you doing that's why we also moved because we don't want to be in a hurry so yeah, it was a kind of, this move of was definitely about um, just relaxing, you know, like mm-hmm. just taking a enjoying deep breath. Life. And, <laughs> yeah, and I just didn't feel like I was enjoying life anymore. Like I just. No, me either. The, and like the rat, it was kind of like the rat race of, of it. And that's never been And we're not, me. we weren't from like a big sub, like I feel like where we're from is becoming a suburb of Toronto now. Yeah, Despite yeah, it definitely. Being like an hour and a half out, which is crazy, but yeah. because so many people from Toronto now live there, and like the mentality of like hustle culture and all like, that. Like, yeah, and yeah, there is a little bit of like entitlement too among that. Like, like I so when I started working at the bookstore I worked at, uh, I never had a bad customer except for there was maybe a couple older people who they weren't well though, right? Uh, and we actually eventually like won them over and became friends with them. But like Aww. as the years went on, um, so I think it was there seven or eight years, maybe eight years. I'm not sure exactly. Um, but by the end of the last couple of years, it was like I was starting to have confrontations like all the time, <laughs> and like it's... stupid conversation confrontation. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So like at my job, like. It used to be when I first started and probably for like, I guess the first two years, the only mean customers you had were the Mm -hmm. weekend ones because they're the ones coming down from Toronto and going to the cottage. Yeah, we got those in the summer too. Yeah. So like, and I don't, I don't know why, like, I mean, I understand why you're raging because the road sucks, but like, you're out of there, like breathe, live a little, Mm -hmm. be happy. But no, it's like, no, they have to rage and yell at you and like want to throw things at you. So that's great. Thank you for that. Yeah, I had a lot of I had like a lot of bullies too. Like like I'm a tiny I'm fairly short. Yeah, person. you're shorter and than then, me and I'm not I'm not tall. So No, and then I also had like a girl who is shorter than me and he went after her because he was like a he was probably 6 feet tall. Like real like really tall, really um like he was in like a business suit, so obviously he was from the like the city because and I know he was because he he later like said he brought stuff to take back here or something from you know I knew he was from the city and uh, he didn't have a receipt and he wanted to return it was swell bottles I think and those things are really expensive and they get stolen all the time and people try to return them all the time with receipts or without receipts to get money like that's a very common scam now I know he didn't do that but we we actually made a policy around that that our store couldn't because we were losing so much money. Like they would steal the item, 
And I don't know, a lot of times we wouldn't get it back. And sometimes we would and we'd still be out money. So I like he was like yelling at this poor girl who's like, she must be like a foot shorter than me, too. And then like I came to her rescue and then he was yelling at me. And then my uh, I think the manager on duty at that time was another girl. And like, like, so three girls and he was like raging. And I think it was because his wife was going to be mad at him. But it really like it wasn't a big deal. They had their receipt at home. Like he could have just done it another day. But it was well, like that's the thing it, that kills me. too. And we it's said like we, everything has to be yeah. now, now, now. Yeah. And and we said that we could give him credit. It wasn't like, no, we can't do anything. And that's still like a loss for us potentially because we don't really know that he bought it. Right. But I know he did. Like, I know he bought it. But, um, like, we would give him credit, and he just said it was unacceptable. And he, like, yeah, it was, like, a total bully moment, and I'll never forget it. Because I'm, like, we're three small girls, like, alone in the store. And, and thankfully, the manager on duty, like, and we're young. We're all young. And she at least, like, just told him no and to basically get out. <laughs> so <laughs> that was good. Uh, but I've never – that was, like, a moment that I had to go in the back. I was so mad. I was shaking um yeah like i was gonna i was gonna say like it used to be just weekends where we're from yeah and with covid and everyone working from home that was a sudden yeah Yeah. um yeah Yeah, that that too yeah it completely transformed the market because we never shut down right like yeah you guys didn't yeah we did and people got more abusive and more angry and i understand like not feeling in control Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I think that's what a scary it was. time. Some and I think people forget, like, we're human beings, too. We're scared, too. In fact, we're here every day to serve you. And you're losing yeah. your mind at us every single day, multiple times a day. So it's yeah. Like, just the stress of that, the stress of being worried about getting sick. I mean, my mom has asthma, so that puts her in a high risk situation with COVID. Right. Mm-hmm. That was that was scary. And for people to be really degrading and rude and mean on top of that, like we're all Mm -hmm. scared. And it's like we're clearly not all in this together. And I think that was part of the frustrations of being back at my old home, I guess, too, is the fact. Yeah, for sure. There's just no empathy from anyone. And it's like and it makes you a less empathetic person. Because mm-hmm. well, it's hard. Now you're because, upset all the time because other yeah. people are upset with you. So like, and you're defensive. Like like we would have shifts where we had to do the door at my work. Uh, that ended probably in the summer, which was good. But like uh, that was a whole year of having someone do two or three hours just standing at the door, which is hard enough because it's boring. I was so mad. So I went feet. to your work. I went yeah. to your work at Christmas time, and I actually wrote. Uh, I wrote an email to the mall because I thought mm-hmm. their security for your store was actually unacceptable because mm-hmm. this guy literally got abusive with one of your staff members and your security person was like looking at their phone or they started talking to their little friends. And I'm like, yeah, we paid out of pocket for that too. Like, I mean, the store I know. did. And I know. Uh, it and I called it out. Yeah. I called it out. Cause I'm like, your staff is getting abused and your security is doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like what's the so yeah, it was really bad. Like, and I missed. I was lucky, thankfully, because at the time, like, I did work quite a lot last year. But I, I was like a flex employee, so I wasn't in all the time. But I would hear all these stories, 
Dora was definitely the worst because you'd be so defensive like the whole time and on edge because you never knew when like a confrontation was coming. And it's always and, these like loser, like, I don't know. It just, yeah. It's just such a loser mentality. And the guy that freaked out on your one stuff, like he was like a grown mm-hmm. Like he was like, he was dressed nice, but like you could tell he was from the city and he was just mm-hmm. angry. And I'm like, I understand the holiday Yeah, some season. of them came for a fight too. But it's like, like the why, holiday why fight us? Stressful. I know. And it shouldn't be. Like, to be honest, like, I'm quite tired of people treating the holiday season like it's all about beating the Joneses at what they get their kids and their family. Like, I mean, I like Christmas and the holidays and whatever as much as anyone else because it's Mm -hmm. fun. But if you make it into this, like, unfun thing because you're stressed out because you can't get what you want, you're missing the whole point of what the holiday should be. And the holiday yeah. should be just being with family and enjoying each other's company and eating great food. Like, that's it. It yeah. shouldn't be this, like, stress thing that people... My get. favorite thing at Christmas, actually, which was, I guess, harder in this world right now, but what I used to do was just, like, sometimes I plan presents, sometimes... Usually I just pick things up as I go because, I don't know, I see things and stuff. But I would always just go, like, a day with no plan in mind usually and and figure it out as I go and it's usually like it's fun you're not in a hurry you could get a drink like I used to get like Starbucks or whatever and just wander the mall and and like that was like Christmas to me like for buying presents and stuff it's like trying to find that connection through stuff like stuff which sounds bad but like something your your friend would like or your mom would like that you just happen to see it's like a more natural way to do it and I, th- well, I feel like I would do it the same with kids too. Like, yeah, they have wish lists, but I would like if I, I feel like if I was a parent, I would go to like Toys R Us and just pick a bunch of stuff. Like they would be happy and thankful, right? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, know. if your kids have a giant wish list, pick one or two items from it. And then and the just rest, go ham. <laughs> yeah. Like, but surprise. Like, you don't even have to go ham. Just make yeah. it fun. Like, why are you stressing yourself out over nothing? Well, that's like, what I that's- mean. Like, just do it. Do do fun like it's not it's not even about the presents so and I love but like I love buying presents like that would be like one of my love languages I guess <laughs> if you want to refer to too. that I it's like too. really I've, fun but and it should be fun the last it should last be few, fun the last year and a bit has not been fun obviously I don't no. think it's been fun for anyone no and this is why like now that I've moved I can like reflect on some of this mm-hmm. stuff because I'm out of it and yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, like I understand people were really stressed out. Like I totally empathize with feeling stressed because people may have just lost their job or, you know, mm-hmm. it's a totally new world we're kind of navigating right now. I mean, this has like we haven't seen a transformation like this since 9-11, right? Yeah. In terms of that, how it's the world gonna be is a operating. big deal in culture for sure. It is. It's gonna affect us in history. In history going ahead. Um mm-hmm. Which is fascinating. I mean, if you look at it from like a historical standpoint, it's like, oh, how is this going to transform the way we live for the next decade, two decades, three decades? Because like, yeah, and it's definitely the- going to have a psychological impact as well. Like, I was reading an article that that said that the sick the sickness part of it isn't even like the big impact. It's everything else. Mental health, so, I think, is going not to. Yeah, a big issue. Mental Not health to, like... is going to be a bigger issue, I think, in yeah. the coming years. I mean, because I know, like, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be uh, upfront. Like, I went on medication, right? 
mm-hmm. because of because well, of all yeah, this, especially because the stress. anxiety and yeah. depression and stress. It's just it was unreal, and it got to the point where like mm-hmm. I went into work every day just a nervous wreck, and it's like that's not how it should be. That's not no, how a work no, you environment should make you feel. And no. part of that, and I hate to say that, but part of that was how people were treating. Like it's us a big part of it. It's a big part of it because I, I found with my job, like I I love working at a bookstore. It's really fun, but like just the fact that again I'd have to be on the door for three hours or whatever and be on edge that whole time. And we did have an option that we didn't have to, but you know you wanted to take it for the team. Like you didn't want to make someone else do it longer than they had to. So we all just kind of split it up. Um, There's a few yeah. of us that weren't super comfortable, but we just did it. Um, yeah. And, and also like there was a lot of stress, like our, to sell a lot of stuff and, and things, which I understand though, because we, again, we, it like the pandemic hit, it hit the business hard. It so hit everyone hard. They had to make it company, up. They kept making money, but yeah, because <laughs> you didn't point. close. Yeah, we actually did okay as far as I heard. Um, but still, like you still had to make stuff up, like make up lost revenue and things like that. So, but oh, so for sure. it just the first was a lot of months was pressure. Yeah, there was just a lot of pressure mounting, and I just wanted, I really wanted to just do like this podcast and write and and stuff. So I was really excited <laughs> <dream>. to move. <laughs> yeah, speaking of the journey. So yours, oh, yes. was th- yours was three days. Yes. And mine and... was like, yeah, okay, Is if there's anything else you want to add for yours, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. I can, You're fine? I can wait. It's good. Okay, so like mine was like seven or something or eight because not that it like took us longer for any particular reason. It's just like our truck wasn't going to be there until a certain day. So weird. So we... So, yeah, so I think because I couldn't find a driver, it was like over the weekend or something. And I, I don't know if they wanted to not drive or have, I don't know. It was like over the long weekend. That might be why is when, mm. when we left uh, in September. Right. Um, so I think that probably had something to do with it. So we had like like six or seven days, which was, it was kind of nice because it was kind of like a little vacation. We stayed at some hotels, ate at some restaurants, things like that on the way down. But we... <laughs> I feel like the most stressful part of the trip was in Quebec (laughs) because (laughs) because everything's in French and like and also we had to spend extra time. So like, so I don't don't know. know, I don't know how your family like dealt with Quebec, but my dad's Mm -hmm. response to Quebec was acting (laughs) like he could no longer read because things were in French. I'm like, it's still the alphabet. You're fine. Like, you're fine. There's still words like it's not a totally different language. Yeah, and at least like we have a little bit of understanding of it. Like I could oh, I could kind of so muddle bad. my way. Like we we just had <laughs> we didn't go to any restaurants there. Uh we just had like fast food and stuff and takeout. But of course, and mostly they had people who spoke English. But like one time we're like, "Do you speak English?" and the girl's like, "No." No. So then we had to figure our way out through a McDonald's menu completely in French using the pictures and my dad like hates speaking French. I don't know why. But, like, I guess because he can't do it. Like, you know, you're nervous about pronunciation. It's just so funny. And also, they say it, no. It so they say yeah. no. They're lying 90% yeah. of the time. Yeah. I well, mean, they, she it. went and got somebody in that case. And it actually was perfect, though. Like, 
I think actually that was at Tim Hortons, not McDonald's, because we couldn't communicate with them. And I made a post after actually about how they got our order completely perfect and everything was amazing. And there was a language barrier. And at like in Ontario, you order like a tea and a muffin and you get like a coffee and a donut. It's so true. <laughs> so well, we were just, it was amazing. So my point is, really though, funny. is like Quebec is. I absolutely yeah. love Quebec. I thought yeah, it was very it's really beautiful. nice. Um, everyone we dealt with in Quebec was very nice, and obviously your experience, like there was a huge language barrier, and they still yeah. got your order perfect, which they would never do back. Yeah. back you know, they uh, wouldn't even try if in our old town. And no. then also <laughs> the hardest part though of Quebec for me was like, okay, so. There's a, Montreal roads are like a mess right now because they're doing like a ton of uh, constructions in the area. Yeah, we so hit Montreal we got there, at night, so we had no yeah. problem navigating it. Well, that's good. So we had traffic. We were in the middle of the day. So we, <laughs> I think we were at rush hour. We had traffic. And then their roads are really crazy where it's like they split off into different highways. And then those high, highways split off into different things with, with like exits and things. And it's all in French and our <laughs> GPS and there's detours everywhere. And our GPS is like yelling at us. Like by the time it would finish the name of the road. So it would be like, uh, LaRue, St. Marie de Teresa, de whatever. I don't know. Uh, like something like really long by the time it would say it you couldn't even like get off at the exit because it was such a long <laughs> thing <laughs> and so my dad's freaking out and then we get to the point there's two giant bridges over i i want to say it's the saint lawrence but i'm not sure it's a big river mm -hmm. so there's like the, the, this massive bridge you have to go over to get to the other side and so we went over it and it was all fine and then we missed our exit and had to go and because there was like it was like a detour i think like the first time we missed it and then like so we went around and we ended up going back over another bridge because there's two bridges back to the other side and then so we circled back around and went over the the first bridge again and then we got our exit and then there was a detour and then the detour screwed us up so we ended up going over the other bridge again <laughs> And oh I'm not God. kidding when I say we went over that bridge six or seven times. <laughs> <laughs> we could we could not forget figure out where to go. It was the most ridiculous. <laughs> it was like an hour. Like we were making really good time. We had decided to go farther. We were originally going to stay in Montreal. We decided oh to just go straight to um, New Brunswick that day, and uh, uh, just because it was like a lot faster uh, to get there and. All of a sudden, we lost like an hour, an hour and a half over the bridge, just like going in circles. And we didn't get out of it until uh, we stopped somewhere and asked some guy and ho just hoped that he spoke English. And he did. And he's like, you just do this and this. And it was like that easy. And we got over the bridge <laughs> and we were, we were on the right lane and everything. Everything was fine. And we, we went on our way. But it was like, can you imagine like the car, though? Like my, da my dad's freaking out because it's all French and he can't. <laughs> Yeah, that's that was my dad. <laughs> and then, yep. and then my mom's yelling at my dad, "Take this exit!" Oh wait, no, that's not the right exit. <laughs> and then I'm in the back, like, "Oh my gosh, stop it!" It was chaos, and it was beautiful, and I loved it. <laughs> like looking, it was not fun at the time, but it was really fun, sort of uh, thing to remember at least the journey here. 
Yeah, I'm glad ours was only a three day car ride. Yeah. Um, it was a bit of squ- it was a bit squish because like we yeah. had Carson, Dan, and myself in the back, and then in the back behind us was all the cats, and they were just not happy yeah. at all. Of course, not. that's really, a lot of cats, and too. <laughs> they were really good at the hotels, though. We were like shocked. They were that's like good. so excited to explore. They were so happy to be out. Carson mm-hmm. was on anxiety meds, so he was feeling great. So you had a pretty <laughs> smooth trip then. I think ours was a lot smoother after that. We just had to like stay a couple get through nights, Quebec. and yeah, we just had to get through Quebec, and then it was fine. But it would have been nice, like. We were going to go and see in Quebec City. We were going to go to the old quarter and like see the Chateau Frontenac and stuff like that. But it just didn't end up working out because we decided to go farther that day. But we probably should have just gone because we got lost on the bridge anyways. (laughs) Like that would have been the time we could have went and explored. But it's fine. Uh, Another time. I've been there before anyways. It was just more my parents had never seen it. It's really it's very cool very pretty if you like yeah i'm definitely i'm definitely planning to go back and visit quebec Mm -hmm. because like it was so beautiful like just everything it's really beautiful pretty like i was like Mm -hmm. what where am i this exists in canada what so yeah so yeah and i'm sure i could muddle through like some french and stuff if i needed to but in montreal they seem to know a lot quite a bit of english well, yeah, because they have people from all over the world in Montreal, right? So mm-hmm. it makes so sense. So you're fine there. Quebec City is probably fine as well because of tourism and stuff. Although I do remember being a kid when I went there. I went with my school and going to a coffee shop and they didn't know anything. So we ended up just with like black coffee and ice. We wanted like an iced coffee. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> very good. I mean... They could have also been trolling you because you were a school group. So Oh, probably. <laughs> See, and that's so mean, though. Like, if it was me, I would have been like, okay, I don't understand them, so I'm going to make them, like, the best drink ever. And just, like, just, like, trust me. And that's what I would have done. But that's me. <laughs> well, they were probably like, they want coffee with ice? Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're probably really confused. This was a long time ago. It was, like... Yeah, probably. If they were, but I mean, if they were trolling us, then that's something different. But if they really I mean, didn't it'd be understand funny if they us, were trolling you, because like, yeah. to be honest, like school groups are the worst groups to deal with. So I wouldn't. Oh yeah, them if they were. I agree. I've had them at work too, <laughs> especially if oh, they don't God. speak the same language and stuff. But it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But that's my travel story. But it was fun. And today I went, I've just started to like look around my neighborhood because I haven't had time. We've been re- renovating and stuff. So I went with a walk uh, for a walk with my sister today. And it's so amazing. There's like so many hills. Like we're kind of in mountainy area where we are. Mm. We're actually in, in a valley, but there's like mountains all around. Not like BC mountains. Like, I don't know. They're big. They're, they're, they're kind of mid mountains. They're not huge. Yeah. Big. Where I am, there's like similar stuff. It's very picturesque yeah. here. Yeah, it's so pretty. And so we would go, like, we were considering jogging, but you don't need to jog because it's straight up. Like, the, the road goes straight up and your heart is going, like, so crazy. Uh, and it f- seems to last a mile. And then and then it, then all of a sudden it goes down and you can see, like, the valley. It's, like, so cool. I don't know how to explain it. It's really pretty here. So we're, we decide we're going to do that every day and we're going to try to get a little healthier. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Especially at least the weather is still nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, at least till it snows. 
which will happen. Yeah, we're the oh, excuse me. Uh, we're the, it's it's really nice here too. I mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, it's just we're close to a river. Uh, my neighborhood has a bunch of cats, so it's perfect for me. Mm-hmm. I've already made two porch cat friends. <laughs> I love I cats. A, uh, <laughs> I know. I have a Ron Perlman because he kind of looks like Ron Perlman. And then there's a black cat, and I've called him Salem. And they're both the sweetest cats. No one owns them, though. And, like, if mm-hmm. I didn't have five cats, these two <laughs> would be my cats. So, But we feed them every single day. And we let yeah. them hang out. If you were allowed to be, you would definitely be like a cat lady. I would probably be too. Because Honestly, I really, I really am. like cats. I yeah, I guess you kind of are. Lady. You have five cats and you now have strays as well. I know. <laughs> Technically, we're up to seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then there's Paul Davis, who's like the pirate cat around here. He's cute too. He's very vocal though. That sounds like a really fun idea for something. A pirate cat. <laughs> Right? Well, he's missing an eye, so... Maybe an idea for something eventually. (laughs) Mm, True. The pirate kid thing or something. Don't steal it, people. (laughs) Paul Davis, the pirate (laughs) Don't steal Paul Davis, the pirate It's ours. It belongs to Coffee and Rambles now. (laughs) Oh, man. Although you could, uh, if anybody wants to, they could draw some art and... And uh, post it to like, like send it to our Instagram or something. Cause I would love to see some Paul Davis, the pirate cats fan art. I don't know. I don't know. Oh if my God. He's, he's so cute. I'll, I'll send you pictures. Put on the Insta. If you don't do it, I will. Yeah. If you don't, if, if they don't do it, then maybe I'll do some Paul Davis pirate cat art. Oh, Paul Davis is just, <laughs> he's just person. hilarious. I mean, his name is Paul mm-hmm. Davis. I did not name him I this. I named Ron Perlman, but I didn't name Paul Davis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Davis came with that big name. So Ugh, it's so much fun. Yeah. So anyways, we really like our new, new town towns. Yeah. It's, it's, it's different. Fun. It's mm-hmm. different. Um, but it's really, it's really chill and I'm liking everyone around here. Um, you know how like I used to run a book club. Well, now I run a coffee and crime club because all my coworkers are into true crime. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's cool though. So we discuss cases and stuff and, uh, it's kind of, it's fun. We want to do mm-hmm. a, to hunt a killer doll together at some point. Mm-hmm. So we'll see oh, how that's that cool. goes. That's cool. That's kind of like a fun way to get to know your coworkers and stuff too, right? Yeah. I don't have friends here, so I need to make some yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah. I have. <laughs> We, a lot of our neighbors, like we had like tons of neighbors come and like bring us, we've, we've got like buns and cookies and brownies and coffee. Somebody gave us coffee and then like Mm. anytime we're outside, they'll come and talk to us because it's like that kind of place here. So most of them are elderly, but they're very, very sweet. (laughs) Yeah, our neighbors are pretty cool too. Um, we've yeah. got like a a variety. A few have actually also moved here. Oh, that's cool. Um, from Ontario, which is kind of funny. It's nice because then you at least have some people with similar experiences to you. Yeah, like I found out from our one neighbor that this neighborhood actually used to be rough because it was all rentals at one point. Oh, I okay. guess. And then they... oh, she had some stories to tell us about uh some people doing some uh. Not so good things oh, no. to themselves. But... Oh, no. 
But she said in the last 10 years, it started to kind of get cleaned up and everything. So I guess we're kind of gentrifying the neighborhood. Oops. Mm -hmm. Which arguably good, good, arguably bad in some ways, but it's, it makes it harder for people that are, that rely on rentals. But when you have so many people that rely on rentals that are also, Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, it's a difficult, it's a difficult situation. And all I have to say is my neighborhood is really lovely. Um, I also think because this is a small town, everything just seems bigger, even though like where we're from, like we've encountered all sorts of, all sorts of stuff. That too. Yeah, for sure. Like they talk about like the crime they have and it's like, yeah, well that was like a Tuesday at home. <laughs> like it's normal. Right? Like if you didn't encounter yeah. at least three of like at least three people like asking you for change in downtown Barrie, did you even go downtown? Oh yeah, Barrie. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. We don't live there anymore. So it doesn't That's matter. That's true. We don't. Um, but also, oh, I totally lost my train of thought there. I had a really good thing. Oh, okay. Th- this is what it was. So we just heard from the people who like bought our house. They asked us if we had any problems with break-ins, and we're like, "What? Why?" So apparently, uh, they had they had left the house empty. To be fair, for like a week or two, while they painted and and put floors in and things like that. And but they moved in, and all of a sudden, she heard a noise at the back door, and she looked out there, and there was a guy, like trying to break in the back door. And we we had like a, a fenced in backyard and everything. It wasn't. Oh my uh, god! We used to have a lock. Now we took that off because like they have to put their own lock. But we've never had a problem or anything. Now when he when she saw him, he freaked out and left. Uh, but we've never had that ever. And yeah, it was bad. But then they went outside, and the best part is he dropped his wallet with his ID in it. What? Oh my god. So they called the police. But my theory is he didn't I don't think he wanted to steal anything because I think that the house looked empty for two weeks. So my theory is he went in to try and maybe like squat there for a while or something like maybe he needed somewhere to stay. And the thing is, is like the neighborhood you left is not a bad neighborhood at all. No, like it is a nice it's a nice little suburb. Okay, so like, yeah, that's. what's happening with (laughs) but they would send a lot of uh a lot of their homeless and stuff our way oh yeah cities do that i mean unfortunately well the thing is is that our hometown um it doesn't have the infrastructure to deal with that many people with the sorts of problems and mental issues and addiction issues right Mm -hmm. i mean toronto can't handle it what makes them think that we can handle it that's what kills Mm -hmm. me I've actually heard that before. Uh, I don't even know where I heard it from, but I there was like a homeless guy who it might have been an article or something uh, that said that they send them like they send them different places on buses and stuff. And even even people who come out of jail, they'll give them a bus ticket to certain cities and things like that, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just like because I think they probably are fine. It's just the problem is they send them with nothing. So it's like, it kind of creates more risk of offending again. Do you know what I mean? If they have nothing, it's like, here's a bus ticket to nowhere. 
I mean, I'm the type yeah. of person who is like, I don't care, like, if people have issues and stuff. Like, I obviously want them to get mm-hmm. better. My yeah. thing is, is that I would be happy if our taxes actually got used to helping people get out of their predicament. Like, hook them up yeah. with, like, nurses, hook them up with a social worker, hook them up with housing to get them back on their feet. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. you know, because, like, you know, like, the job that I'm working in, it's not for everybody. So, like, and it's, like, a minimum wage job mostly, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not for everyone and that's not everyone's calling. So if they could spend the money to help get people through school to actually do something they would want to do, yeah. why don't we spend that money? Like that's There's a lot of things me. like that. My thing like, is... I feel like it would be more productive and honestly, mm-hmm. we'd actually save more money as a country by creating, um, allowing people to go to school and actually become their best selves and helping them out of situations versus constantly incarcerating them or constantly having them do stuff that puts them in danger and yeah and not only that stupid the things like i've learned a lot more about like being on disability and stuff because i have uh, my brother-in-law heard and heard of himself uh, a couple years back he got like head trauma uh and the, the thing is though especially when you're trying to get disability they tend to put you on like assistance instead but they punish you like if you just so you want to like start your own business get on your own feet again because you finally have a bit of money coming in if you make anything they take it like they take it oh, all yeah. immediately they, i think they take like 50 percent if you go over or whatever and then they'll take all of it so like they take it off your payments but the thing is like i feel like it should be a scaling thing because you don't want people to take advantage but the reality of it is is that they're keeping people in poverty instead of giving them a hand up with the way the system is right now and it's it's really really bad because maybe people some people will take always take advantage but there are people who want to work but what's the point like i'm totally on their side what's the point if if You're they're going to punish everything yeah they're punishing them for being poor or or well, being like, sick sometimes and, and that makes god no god forbid sense. God forbid you have a little bit of extra income so you try to improve things and give yourself mm-hmm. a little bit of a head start before you go off something and they're like, no, we're just going to keep you poor. It's yeah. disgusting. It is it's disgusting bad. and I feel so bad And I'm bad of the opinion people. that like disability as well, a lot of people who are disabled really can't work at all. So that is their income. Uh, yeah. But some people can work and they want to work. So I still feel like that that should be their income just in case. But they don't do that. They also take money away from that well, as I far feel as like I understand. I feel like what so, needs to be taken into account too is like, yes, some people on disability cannot work. Or mm-hmm. the type of work that they can do is not conventional, right? And yeah. To be but they should let because, people work who want to. And, yeah, people... <laughs> And yeah. and feel secure and still get their payments because you can't live off of twelve hundred dollars a month. I'm sorry, no. that's just not. Well, that's practical. the thing, and and they might be able to do like they might be able to do YouTube or they might be able to do a podcast, and they might not make. They might only or, make like a few hundred dollars extra if they make anything at all from it. Um, and but they watch you like a hawk, and then they take. It's not good. It's yeah, not it's a good disgusting. System. Not yeah, to get you, so heavy, but I know, I know. It needs I'm, some this help. Is coffee and rambles. Here we are rambling. It's coffee and rambles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we started. We started fun, and then just kind of have slowly been dark. going down onto the it just dark. Got dark, guys. <laughs> dark. Got dark. <laughs> 
uh, as you can see, I have not had like a full on like proper discussion about this stuff in like a while. So I'm just like, ah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's good stuff to talk about. It's it's some Canada it's stuff. A, for you. It's important but... stuff. Well, and people always like say Canada in the U.S. Like, too. Like people are like, yeah. oh, Canada is like this great country, and it is in a lot of ways. Um, but there's always room for improvement. And if I'm told that mm-hmm. there's always room for improvement at how I do my job, then, then the government needs to know that there's room for improvement for them as well. And there's a lot of things that need some improvement. Yeah. And the thing is, it's silly because like, I can see this and I'm not, I'm not a politician. I'm not, I don't have any expertise in anything. It's just by like experiencing stuff, you see how like obvious the needs are. And yet, it's something that nobody seems to care about. It's 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 a problem. Well, I, I guess you could write letters and stuff. But. I don't think no. It's not that nobody seems to care about. I think yeah, the way our culture has been designed in the last, I guess, That's 30, true. 40, 50 years, you could argue. There, you know, um, I think George Carlin had this kind of funny quote. It's funny, but it's not right. Where you know they keep you so. They keep mm-hmm. the poor around so that the middle class keeps working hard so that you don't wind up poor. And it's a fear tactic. I and mean, he, he worded it as a joke, but you kind of see some you truth know, in that. There's probably some truth in that. And then that goes into right? the whole, there's a whole discussion too, right? About uh, like the different socioeconomic things that we have like it's almost like a caste system and then of course there's the race system and there's there's just like a bunch well, of and stuff no one wants to yeah. acknowledge that because we're yeah. like oh we don't we don't do stuff like and they do over right, elsewhere that's the and problem like, in well Canada. the class so classism we, and racism yeah. are two very big things in Canada and I think that needs to be made aware like guess what that is a thing that happens we're not perfect <laughs> absolutely but not it just seems nuts because like we're not like super highly educated in all this stuff it, we just you just see it it's just so obvious and it, it boggles yeah. my mind that it's never a thing that's even addressed it, 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 like things come into fashion like mental health issues and stuff it came into fashion to support it except for nothing's really changed so at least I there's a more healthier attitude about yeah, it that's now good. i mean because because yeah. i remember being in high school and i won't name who but i had a friend who had some mental health problems and mm-hmm. the way she was treated like at the hospital by nurses and stuff making I'm, i mean i'm sure some people still make rude comments but it's definitely um not as accepted as it was back then and like we're not that old okay so no no and right yeah well i I would say when we were in high school nobody talked to any of us about any of that either like my my brother had has ocd so i knew about it in that sense but when i started to have anxiety myself i didn't know what it was like nobody yeah you hear the words like anxiety depression Mm -hmm. but like it was usually only in a classroom setting you heard those words and not like a we're going to talk about mental health today guys well i don't even think their psychology textbook i think probably dr phil i heard i don't really remember even hearing about it in school at all like i don't remember that being anything i took like a Um, i took an anthropology sociology psychology mm -hmm. class so that's where i mean outside of my friend having depression well i'm just talking like 
growing up like high school but no no one discussed taking care of your mental health that was not a discussion that was had it wasn't a thing and like when i i when we were around when we were supposed to be choosing colleges and stuff i i started having panic attacks but i didn't know that's what they were and i'd had them before when i was younger um but i didn't know that's what they were and so i just decided to and i i was gonna take a year off i never went um, but that didn't end up working out Smart for me decision. because there's no way I, I would have been one of those kids that went to school and came back like and wasted money because like my anxiety got so bad in my t- early 20s and stuff. And I didn't know what it was. It wasn't until I figured it out that I got I started getting better and out of that. But uh, yeah, but I didn't know. I don't know. And then at the same time, all my friends at the time, other than you, were like, you're ruining your life. You're making bad decisions. <laughs> like, meanwhile, I'm having panic attacks. <laughs> it's like, it was, yeah, it was a different time. It was, it sure. was. And that wasn't It was a less ago. empathetic time. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, you know, even, even then, like, I feel like, you know, because there wasn't a huge discussion about these things and all that type of stuff, the understanding wasn't there. And I feel Mm -hmm. like those friends today would probably have a different outlook on that. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't, and I don't even hold it against them because again, I I didn't, I didn't even know what was going on with me either. So, well, that's like, I remember, yeah, I do remember you being concerned, uh, but you were not like, you never were like, this is the end all be all. I wasn't thing. having interventions yeah. with you. Let me put no, it that way. No, it was more no. like you need to be more social and you need to like do a yeah. few things, but like don't like because don't be a hermit because that's the worst thing you can do. Take it from yeah. a hermit. <laughs> and then I did end up becoming one for a little while, but only because like you were away at school and yeah. I kind of lost a lot yeah. of friends and and stuff because of that. Um, that was like yeah, me too. I feel for you. Stuff, so. I think like some of that was my fault <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but as you figure it out and you grow and learn. So now it is much better. At least people are talking about it. Like that's the important part, I think. People are talking yeah. and being open, which is why like I believe in being open about my own struggles too. Only because mm-hmm. the more you normalize the conversation, the more easily it becomes to accept that this is a reality for quite a lot mm-hmm. of people. I mean, I think it-, it would shock people to know how many people struggle with these things. Yeah, and it help it helps people too. Like when you share your stories, and they go, "Oh, okay, it's not just me." Like there, yeah, there's I'm a level the of relief. That. Yeah, there, like the guilt isn't so bad when you know that it's a thing. <laughs> like you're not because just you feel, like lazy. Right? You feel like you're a weak person because you mm-hmm. struggle being able to do things like that should be normal, like and easy. Yeah. Right, like, cause you, cause other people, they just they have this like amazing work ethic, and they do this and this and this, and you're like, yeah, how do they even have the energy? Like, where are they getting that from? That's right? a, and you yeah, just that's a real truth for me. And it then was you really feel- hard, hard to get a job, like with the panic attacks and stuff. And I actually yeah. left a few, like you know, like I worked like there was like two or three that I worked like a week. And uh, I left because I couldn't handle it. It was so bad. It was like it was like days of panic attacks. And and eventually, like I worked my way up. Like I did. I kind of did it by like doing first. I did like a two week stint somewhere, like at the post office. That was yeah. It actually was a two week job though. Like I didn't quit that one. I actually did that one and just got myself through it. And then I did like a seasonal. And so like I had to do my basically my own therapy. in my own time to be able to work 
So, but of but, course, that made me feel really bad to not, especially the years when I was having no progress. It, it was really difficult to. Well, now you hear like, like the language, me, like right? there's neurotypicals and there's people that mm-hmm. aren't neurotypical, and like what life must be like for people who have no issues. Like, oh, oh so, yeah, I'm I know. So jealous, but I feel well, like I think, most people do have issues. They're just really clever at yeah. hiding it. Plus, they might have different issues. Like, maybe it's not a mental health issue. Maybe there's, like, home issues or, like, do you know what I mean? Right, maybe there's financial. Yeah. Financial stress. I was listening to, um, I don't really listen to podcasts, but I listen to The Friendship Onion, which is Uh, um, uh, Dom Monaghan and Billy Boyd from Lord of the Rings. For anybody who doesn't know, they they play Mary and Pippin. Mary and Pippin. (laughs) Now, they had uh, Sean... Is it Aston on? The guy who played Sam. Yeah. Yeah. They had him, him on and he was, uh, they had said that he, when when they were all filming it and stuff, the two of them, uh, Dom and Bill, Billy, were having like a really fun time, right? Like they were very much like their characters, they're very free and whatever. But uh, Sean Aston w- seemed to carry the world on his shoulders. And it turned out, like, and which is much like his character, Sam. So it worked out for him. But it turned out that he had some financial issues and stuff. That, and, and also family issues. that, Like, he had a new family, whereas they didn't. Like, he had a family and a kid at the time. Yeah, and like, he's kind of was, a dad. Yeah, like, and he was funny, like, I, but... Yeah, yeah, he was like the dad. And it, it actually worked out really good because that came through the, his character so amazing. But he probably didn't even know. Like that, it was doing that, but they all noticed that in him, and he's very well, much he's a protector. Been, he's been in the business a long time, yeah. And I think even Elijah Wood said that Sean was very protective of him, like on oh, that. Oh yeah, set. he was. He was really, and they talked about that too. It's a really good. Um, it's like a two-part episode. If anybody's interested, the Friendship <laughs> not, Onion. The Friendship we're Onion. We're, we're not sponsored. <laughs> I just really, really enjoy it. And while I've been renovating, I've been listening to them all. So they, they, they have one with him, and they have one with Elijah, and Aww. and a bunch of stuff. So it's really cool to hear some of their stories and things. But I thought, like, there you go. Like, there's somebody who is like actively struggling on, and then they were doing such a hard thing. Like when they were filming those movies, like it was, it was a lot of work and like very intensive work as well so it's, it's it's just interesting it shows everybody kind of struggles and stuff but yeah my dream is one day to do like like for our part podcast to get big enough that we can do like a co-episode or at least be like guests on their trivia or something even though i'm really bad at trivia but i want to be on it <laughs> i get so scared of trivia don't volunteer us for trivia e <laughs> okay so maybe we won't do trivia but like i would love to do like yeah because we would just fail because like i know lord of the rings but not that well like i don't know the name of Treebeard's brother or something yeah like, like you not... know like i like please like i would love to be like hi like we grew up watching you and like mm-hmm. we love you um let us fangirl for like two seconds yeah. and nervously laugh the way we start this podcast every time yeah well yeah we would probably be laughing like a lot um but yeah, yeah because, you know how you get starstruck even if you're just talking to someone this is what i picture anyway so yeah. this will probably never happen no but, it'll yeah. probably never happen but this is like my dream because like i i love the hobbits too like as i think maybe because when we were kids like that probably is who we identified with more when the movies came out but yeah Pippin was like my life and i still love pippin like i love pippin 
So uh, he was my what favorite character. Everybody, breakfast? yeah, and ev- <laughs> everybody at school was like in love with Legolas, and I did like him. I thought he was cool, but I. But he's he like the cool guy. The yeah, he didn't hold Pippin, a candle. Pippin. Mary and Pippin were like the best characters because they brought that kind of whole... relief. Like, yeah, that's probably the why story I liked is them. so serious. And I guess like Gimli and Legolas had moments too. But like Mary and Pippin, you knew you were gonna have like so a when, good like, time for the most part. And then when they were sad, for it... them, you knew yeah. things were like never gonna be the same. So like yeah, it was... like when. Pippin oh. sings that song. Oh my gosh, my heart. <laughs> Every and time he goes into battle, like uh, I know. Uh, it's so good. And still to this day, with the books, when I read the books, because I read them alongside the movies as they came out, um, and there's a part where Pippin gets like an an oliphant sits on Pippin, <laughs> and like it ends the chapter there, and then it goes to like other people. And I haven't read these books in years, but I still can remember every second of that because that was my favorite character. And I thought he was dead. And I was devastated. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's going to um... be a whole other topic one day. Like when we today's sort of like a ramble today, but I definitely want to do one about like characters that get killed off that we love. <laughs> We're forever. Yeah, bitter Dan, Dan and I watch Lord of the Rings at least once a year. I mean, I've always watched Lord of the Rings once a year, but yeah. we also I got to do it. I, I haven't seen them in years. Like, I think I watched The Hobbit a while ago because I just once happened a year, to have dude. them. But... Once. So but, you watch, I'm gonna watch. Very excited. Dan makes fun of me because, like, he's like, he was talking to his guy friends on his like freaking game that he plays, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, Kayla always cries at the end of Lord of the Rings." <laughs> he's like, "We uh-huh. watch it at least once a year, and she cries." <laughs> and I'm like, "Way to throw me under the bus, my dude." See, I, true. I probably would too. I don't know because I haven't watched them since that. There was a point in time when like people used to say I was heartless because I didn't cry at anything. But now I cry at literally everything. Like I think there was like a commercial on the other day that it got me. (laughs) So now I cry all the time. So I'm sure I cry like nonstop. Mostly (laughs) K-dramas though. I cry so much during K-drama. Oh my god. So like PMI but like I'm on my period and like Literally, I like started like getting like teary eyed and a little emotional. I'm like, <laughs> I haven't seen my mother in law in weeks. Oh, that was me actually yesterday. Um, no hormones, <laughs> but I realized that like I'm probably never gonna see my manager again. And she's like, she was like a mom to me in a lot of ways. One of my managers, Aww. Lori, is her name. Uh, and She's so wonderful, and it just hit me all of a sudden. Like, I'm not going to see her again unless I get lots of money at some point and I can go visit them just for fun. But, like, <laughs> I mean, my sister is back in Ontario, so I have to go back and visit. Yeah. But, like, so you, it's well, maybe one day we can plan like a trip where we just go back together just for fun. We can go to like, we can go to Toronto. Yeah. We can go to the rock stuff. <laughs> yeah. That that's probably it. we'll do that. We'll do that when the world comes. You see, down, I comes down you see everyone. Bit. I complain about Toronto 
every single podcast. It's just yeah, every time of years. I don't think years of trauma is what this is. <laughs> but I want to also note that despite the years of trauma that I have it's gained still, it's still from a Toronto. Fun place. I love yeah. going to Toronto. I love Toronto. I want to make this it's, very clear because yeah, I, I would. And the stupidest part is like I would actually like live there if I had like a lot of money. I like I prefer here, but I mean like I would have a house there if I had a lot of money. You know what I mean? Like I would love be like, able to go little, to the city, like a cute yeah. little apartment. I would have a raw yeah. membership. I would be the best yes. Torontoian there ever was. But I we would go Toronto, to like. So. <laughs> The concerts and everything. Like, I remember one time in high school, we had – our teacher made us go to a real concert for for orchestra. And uh, my friend Minji and I went. Uh, we just booked – there was nothing. So we just, like, booked one. And it ended up being, like, um, a Jewish composer. And I feel like it was, like, a Jewish community event. And then there's just, like, this Asian <laughs> and this not – not Jewish person. So, but my name is. Okay. To be fair, that, though. So. To be fair, yeah. there are Korean Jewish people. There are. There oh are, yeah, there are. Like, but it was they, just. It was just very Jews obvious. Come in every was, color yeah. and everything. Yeah. No. And it was no. But let me say, it was amazing though. Like it was one of the best things we've ever done, and we learned so much too. But I could tell this was like a community event. It wasn't like. Because it was a very, um, like, this was clearly, like, European. There, It was Russian, I think. Russian oh, interesting. Jews? Yeah. So it wasn't that there aren't. It's just that it was very obvious that we were not supposed to be there, maybe. But it was okay. But it was wonderful. We learned so much. I, I wish I remembered the name of the composer. But uh, he was, it was absolutely amazing. It was, like, really great. So, like, that's what I'm saying, though. You could be in the city and you could go to all those things and learn so much about, like, and history have so much, and music. Like, stuff and, that's accessible yeah. to you. Like, that's the mm-hmm. beauty of living in a city. And it kills me that, like, I don't know. It's fine. I'm not going to rant anymore. It's fine. Yeah. We're fine. <laughs> so, so the thing is, as much as we rag on it, it's just we like it. We like the city. It's just... <laughs> There's just some of the people of there could be better. That's yeah. That's where I'm gonna leave. But I do, at. I do enjoy that every podcast has to have us rant against the city, and, and it's always it has me to, who starts it's it. It's usually <laughs> you, and then I join along, and then I feel guilty because I actually like the city, and there are people I like from the city. Yeah, <laughs> and me then too. We're like, and then we're like, but it's great. So like maybe that's a tradition. So if we should if we ever make merch one day, we should have like a Toronto shirt that has something like I don't know. I hate Torontians, <laughs> but I love Toronto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so something like that. Like just <laughs> funny. It would be really good. Uh such a mess. But, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a choice that we we make every podcast to complain. It's about every Toronto. every podcast. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. If we have a topic, if we're just rambling, it doesn't matter. It leads back to Toronto, and we're not even in the same province anymore. <laughs> know. You so. know what it is though? It is literally years of trauma from living not even that close to, but it's just years of trauma, and that's what it is. That is one hundred percent what it's, it is. It's like retail and like food trauma, <laughs> like yeah, too, it's working just therapy. In this is therapy. Yeah. This is me getting it all out and like puking yeah. it all up. And it's probably not the prettiest and nicest, but here we are. Yeah. Well, like thanks for listening to our therapy, though, people, everybody who yeah who downloads our podcast a... every time we post one. I mean, we're... this is low key a joke podcast. This, this it, round, it, but... it kind of is. We're we're not really. 
<laughs> we're not the most professional but hopefully you have some fun listening to us yeah i hope you um we we do have some podcast planned going oh yeah in the future. yeah and we've got like uh we have a bunch of ideas we're gonna do some pop culture stuff we're gonna do uh expect like star, star wars, wars. Star, star wars is a big one that one's gonna be really soon because we have some opinions I have and... a lot of thoughts on the new new trilogy, not the prequel, but the new trilogy. I have the a lot new of trilogy, and, and, and just any of them right now. Stuff. No, we're not going to talk about it because uh, that that might be the next or the one after that. We'll figure it out. We got to figure that out. We got to do. We'll definitely do some more K dramas. We'll do some more book clubs, things like that. Especially when we're going to be doing two a month. If we yes. can get to that point, uh, we'll start doing things more regularly and and stuff. I mean, if there's anything people want us to talk about, they can uh, DM my Instagram or the Instagram at Coffee and yeah, Rambles. Or even just comment and, on the Insta. Uh, yeah, like comment, like comment on the pictures. That's totally okay, and we'll we will maybe add it to our list because we got a list going. There's lots of fun we do stuff. have a list. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're semi organized. We're very excited about it. Yeah. This was more, uh, we should probably do a podcast and instead of taking time to figure everything out, let's just ramble. That's yeah, let's just talk. <laughs> it's been a while, guys. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. But Alrighty. we're having a lot well, of fun hopefully... doing it. Oh, always. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I've missed talking to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's also Craig. Like, this is an excuse for us to talk. And yeah, I've missed Craig too. And hopefully he recorded this all right. And thank goodness my computer didn't crash during this conversation. And thank goodness <laughs> I figured out how to use my microphone. Wee- yeah, yeah. Wee- it's all good. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're definitely professional. definitely professionals here. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. I just want there to be an awkward silence. <laughs> It's perfect. It was perfect. We're getting better. We're getting better at this. Alrighty. I think we are going to wrap this up, though. Thank you so much for listening to this. I don't even know how long this podcast is. I'm just going to let it go because, like, whatever. We talked about a lot of different things. It went Yeah, and we off touched on rails. some important things. It got a little dark. It got a little fun. We went off the rails, but we, we hope you enjoyed it. And know that there's going to be some actual more structured episodes coming. So thank you again for listening. And we can't wait to uh, hear from you guys.